Hi, we are Ellen and Lauren. We are wives, mothers, veterans, and all-around DIYers living our best lives. Our families each have three kids between 4 and 18 years old. On this podcast, we hope to help you learn to do what you can where you are and try not to sweat the rest. If you want to learn more about what we are talking about today, check our show notes at lifestylehustle.com. You're listening to Lifestyle Hustle. On today's episode, we're talking about chickens. We each have a unique chicken-keeping environment. I hope today's episode will help someone have the courage to step out and think about trying chickens. Chickens can be a great start to self-sufficiency. This is an introductory episode in a series. Please check back in the future for more episodes on this topic. So I guess we should start with a chicken story. Since I don't currently possess any chickens, perhaps you would like to tell us a story. I would, actually. So when we first started keeping chickens, they were pets. We had six lovely little chickens. We got them as day-olds. We raised them in our dining room uh, under a heat lamp in a, a big bin. And then they moved outside when we finished the chicken coop. And I walked out one day and um, my two oldest kids and a couple of neighbor chickens, neighbor kids, not chickens, (laughs) uh, were all sitting in my chicken yard with chickens roosting on them and sitting in their laps and they were petting the chickens. It was about the cutest thing ever. And um, before you think of dirty chickens and all that, our, our coops the way we we run our chickens, we always move our coops every day. So they were sitting actually in nice clean grass. The kids were in the chickens, and uh, so it was a it was a darling little thing to come out and find. Uh, I, I think the kids were I don't know five and seven at the time, and the neighbor kids were around the same age. So it was just super cute. It was a good way to start chickens. So Lauren, you're getting ready to start uh, to get some chickens this year. What's making you do it? Well, kind of the same reasons that you did. I I like the idea of letting the kids have a chance to interact, uh, even with small livestock, you know, with taking care of them and kind of being at least slightly responsible for them. It would be nice to have eggs, but in our county, that's not really the reason our county puts a limitation on the number of chickens that we can have so it's so few that um we're not doing this for eggs we're doing this (laughs) for the joy of raising chickens and just having another creature in our little animal kingdom here (laughs) to enjoy (laughs) How about you? Why did you guys get chickens? Well, um, a lot of the same reason, as we've discussed in prior episodes, uh, we are homeschoolers. So it was kind of a homeschool project, uh, raising something from a baby to an adult and so that they could, um, so kids could kind of see, you know, the progression from from little to big. Uh, And we also were on a self-sufficiency endeavor at the time and so we just wanted to 
start uh, on the road to self-sufficiency. And we did get them for eggs, although we were, at the time, uh, a little optimistic about the number of eggs we were going to get out of six chickens. And it never really was enough uh, to meet our egg needs. So um, for us, it was uh, it was a learning experience. Those those first six were we, we learned a lot from them. <laughs> huh. Yeah, I bet. I mean, and I expect we will too. Uh, I I I can honestly say I haven't ever done this before. Like our parents had chickens when we were kids, but I had no hand whatsoever in taking care of them. I think they had gotten rid of them by the time that I was old enough to actually help. So all I remember is the fresh eggs and how different store-bought eggs were. But I <laughs> I don't remember taking care of them or or anything to do really with how to take care of chickens, not realistically. So mm-hmm. I, I'm really looking forward to the new learning experience. As I think I've said before, I think it's really important for people to learn something new kind of constantly. It's good for our brains. Mm-hmm. So it certainly is. I'm really looking forward to starting a new thing. <laughs> it is fun. The chickens are fun. I don't know. Tiny dinosaurs. I, I always think about them as tiny dinosaurs. Yes. <laughs> They're tiny dinosaurs. <laughs> um, so I, I currently, our current flock is uh, definitely more livestock than pets. Uh, the kids really don't take a huge hand in raising them anymore. Though They can certainly know how they can collect eggs. They can feed them. They help you know, move the coops around, but it's primarily my job now. Uh, they've gotten older. Their uh, responsibilities elsewhere have taken them out of chicken keeping. So it's, it's primarily my job. Uh, we have 18 right now, which is definitely more than we've planned, but it's turning out to be just enough. We have started selling eggs and we are to the point where we're selling enough eggs where our own eggs are free. We can eat pretty much as many eggs as we want, and we get to do it for free, or well, just the labor that we have in the air, or in into our investment. Um, so it, it, we're in a good spot for chickens right now. Um, mm-hmm. Tell I me f- about what you guys are doing this this year. So I think we live in town, and I. I'd like to encourage other people that live in town, too, to look into your city ordinances about chickens. When I when we first moved here, we were told, I think, by a neighbor that we weren't allowed to have chickens. And and it was a well-meaning neighbor. They weren't just being mean and trying to keep us from having chickens like they really did think that that it wasn't allowed. So I didn't even check into it. Uh, at the time, mostly because I had two kids under two, and I didn't think I could add chickens to that. But uh, it was also because I just, you know, I trusted the neighbor, and 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 we do live in town. We have a third of an acre, and I thought that meant 
that I shouldn't have chickens because I was too small. But chickens don't really need that much space, especially when you only have a few. And so I'd like to encourage our listeners to look up if you're interested and you'd think you'd like to have chickens, look it up. Look it up and see if you're allowed to in your county. And even though we only have a third of an acre, we are. So, and so are all of our neighbors, you know, even with smaller yards. Um, and I know Ellen has a little bit more land than I do. We do. We have about two acres, but we also live in town. Um, but our yard is situated such that the house is kind of at the front of the yard and then the yard stretches out behind the house. So I kind of feel like we can sneak under the radar a little bit more because you can't really see what's going on in our yard. So right. um, we do have rules uh, regarding livestock, which chickens are considered a livestock. Um, we, we have rules surrounding what you're supposed to do. And honestly, I kind of ignore them. I don't advocate that other people should ignore the rules. Other people should follow the rules if they feel like they should follow the rules. But um, in our situation, I kind of feel like because of our, our yard is a little bit bigger and um, we don't really have neighbors close, even though we live in town, I feel like I can bend the rules a little bit more than maybe some people would be able to. However, I feel that most yards can accommodate chickens because they, they don't. Lauren's right. They don't take up a whole lot of room. They, they're they not loud as long as you don't have a rooster. No they're roosters. They, um, you know, they're, they're just, they're, a, a lot of people call them a gateway animal, gateway livestock. <laughs> you know, you get yourself a couple of chickens. The next thing you know, you have some goats and then there's a cow wandering around. So you got, you do have to be careful of that if you live in town. But uh, they, I mean, they're, they're just an easy, small livestock to be able to keep and very useful. I mean, they, they provide eggs and compost. And um, if you also garden, they're really good at helping you turn over your garden in the fall. Uh, they will deposit some fertilizer for next year's gardens for you. I mean, they're just amazing little creatures. So yeah, I, I, I know. Go ahead. I know dad puts up a fence around, like, after the crops are done, uh, he'll put up a fence, like a chicken fence, around whatever parts of the garden that he wants to kind of turn over. And they not only get rid of pests, like pest insects, but and deposit fertilizer, but they also, because they're chickens, they kind of dig up the ground a little bit. They... Mm-hmm. You know, they scratch it with their feet and they peck it with their beaks. And they actually do turn the soil quite a bit, but in a more natural way than just plowing. So it loosens everything up and gets it ready for the next year of planting. And they they have a lot of hidden hidden uses, you know, besides just producing eggs that I'm really looking forward to giving them a try, even though my... My little chicken collection is going to be slightly smaller than 18. (laughs) I am excited for you guys. I I think you're going to love it. Your kids are going to just love them. I know. It's it's an exciting time. 
They are so cute when you first get them. Like, uh, someone brought baby chicks to my daughter's preschool this year, and all the other kids were, like, standing back, kind of seeing what they were going to do. And she, like, jumped on it. Like, I want to hold the chick, you know, and she was the first one to, you know pet the thing and keeper if you ever i've seen one i know i know (laughs) that's pretty cute but um so so, as with other things that we've talked about it's quite understandable to have very few chickens or even none at all because of some city regulations but if regulations are a problem uh lauren and i would definitely recommend that you make it your business to get involved in the city meetings. There's no reason why most people can't have chickens. And it, a, a lot of um, city managers, they, they just don't have any um, background in livestock at all. So they make arbitrary rules. And with, with real no, no, all they really need is education. And mm-hmm. uh, people who want to have chickens should definitely work toward educating the this, uh, manage city managers and um, get uh, get involved uh, so yeah. that you can uh... not to mention a lot of those rules could have been put in place a really long time ago and no one has thought to say hey you know what I'd like to have chickens let's look into changing some of these rules a lot mm-hmm. of a lot of people kind of everywhere, like, look at old rules as something that just can't be changed. That's not true. You can definitely encourage change in your, and as a citizen, that's what you're, I mean, you're allowed to do that, is mm-hmm. work towards having your city be the way you want it to be. That's right. Yep. And Lauren often says, don't ever underestimate your ability to be annoying and get your way. And and she's really good at it, too. I am. I am the younger (laughs) sister. I've had so much practice at, you know, really getting under people's skin. (laughs) (laughs) Ain't that the truth. (laughs) But honestly, though, I do. I show a great amount of respect, you know, when I go to the city meetings and when I make suggestions, it's always with evidence, you know, behind what I'd like. And I I haven't ever had to say anything about chickens, thankfully, because someone came along before me and, you know, already got things changed. But maybe I'd like things to be even looser sometime in the future. So <laughs> I might... I might bring it up at some point, but (laughs) we'll see. I think that's a good place to leave it today. Uh, Check back again in a week or two. I think that we will probably be doing another chicken episode or two. And in the next episode, we will get into uh, the more down and dirty of doing, uh, of raising chickens. We'll, We'll talk a little bit more about feed and roosters and containment and so check back again uh we will be talking more about chickens in the future and by then i might actually have something to say that is you know (laughs) useful thanks 
for listening to this episode of Lifestyle Hustle. If you like our podcast and want to support us, you can recommend us to a friend, review, and subscribe to Lifestyle Hustle. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and subscribe to our email list so you will never miss an episode. Come learn more about us on our website at lifestylehustle.com. Thanks for listening today. We'll see you next time.